welcome to We're Gonna Need a Bigger Bowl. Talking over me, Allison Fox. Talking over the co-hosts of this co-hosted, co-hosted podcast is your co-host, everyone's American favorite, Jordan McNaughton, and his co-host, co-hosting with him, co-host Jordan McNaughton, is co-hosted by today, our co-host, Colin co-hosted ball. I quit. Like, this is my resignation, people. You quit on your birthday. and No, you fired me on your birthday. Yeah, what happened to that one, guys? I'm still here. Hi. We're in my kitchen. As Jordan. Well, I guess she made herself known, uh, but Allison's here with us today. Um, Rude Alley, I guess she, as she is called in some circles. I guess she wants to be the star. So, Rude Alley, tell us, yeah. what are we talking about today? Do you want to introduce the rest of our cast today? Yeah, actually, go you're, ahead, host, go ahead and talk. you're hosting the whole podcast. Thank you, go ahead. Welcome your host, Allison Fox. I, I stuck by the rules of radio. You just interrupted the new host, Dick. Okay, now, now, now you're listening to We're Gonna Need a Bigger Bowl, hosted by Allison Fox and Keegan Ball. Go ahead, Co-hosted Dick. Co-hosted by it. Co-hosted. Co-hosted by... Objection. Wrong. I did not interrupt the new host. I filled dead air. Yeah, it was dead air of her choice. She knew what she was doing. Co-host. Never have dead air. Welcome to We're Gonna Need a Bigger Bowl with we your co We welcome you. This is our show now. <laughs> Take the reins. Oh my goodness. Welcome to We're Gonna Need a Bigger Bowl, hosted by me, Keegan Ball, and my co-host here. Well, we're both co- we're co-hosting co- each other co-hostedly. Um, <laughs> Allison Fox. Hi. We're mixing things up today because apparently no, I can't have a very, very soft, quiet conclusion to my conversation, which we were having the conversation before they started, so they interrupted us. I was just trying to finish it off. Make sure that you knew what was going on. Side note. And they threw a fit about it. Side note. Raisins followed by vodka. Not a good combination. I feel like raisins don't combine well with quite a few things. They combine well with bran. That is true. <laughs> that happens. Whoever came up with this was both a mad scientist and a savior to old people with I was dietary. Like probably an old know. guy. I like raisin bran though. It's a good time. This is probably one of those great inventions invented by a woman that nobody ever gives the woman credit for. I was not prepared for this. What should we talk about? Women inventors? Women inventors. I'm not prepared for that subject. Well, how about great women in history? I believe Jordan would like to say something. Am I? Oh. Or are you I, just I trying... Was, I was waiting for an introduction. Um. You were introduced earlier! No, that was the old podcast. No one's going to hear that. They're being uploaded separately. I'm cutting this. <laughs> Alright. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to you wanna introduce him? You introduce one, I'll introduce the other. I'm here with Colin Superior Ball. <laughs> he is... Slam to my brother <laughs> who's sitting right next to her. Don't. It is the host of her new podcast. Do co-host. not interrupt the host. She introduced me, asshole. I get to talk now. See, we're just on the same level, so it's assumed he's awesome. And, I just have to make you feel good. And our other guest today, Jordan, used to be a co-host, McNaughton. Hey, yo. 
So we're all enjoying cereal today. Um, three out of four of us apparently are old and having raisin bran. It's while delicious. My, while my brother, still young at heart, decided to go with Lucky Charms. Um, I, I like to believe that this is because Colin is eating dry. And the rest of us have uh, milk to accompany our cereal. And raisin bran does not taste good dry. You can't do it dry. Mm-mm. That is true. It's too much flake. The raisin, the two scoops can't help you now. <laughs> so, I, I read one side of a conversation on the internet today, uh, and from the context I could get is that uh, people were saying that Mary Shelley invented science fiction with Frankenstein. I'd, I'd agree with that. Well, but, I, you know, people were talking about that, and, you know, you know, Frankenstein's a good book, Mary Shelley, great writer, but, uh, I don't know, like, people mentioned, you know, almost Da Vinci's flying machine is almost science fiction, and there's other, there's other works of literature that predate that, that I've never heard of, so, but I definitely think Frankenstein brought science fiction into the forefront of literature. becoming a, yeah, becoming a genre. Well, um, two things I want to bring up is... Arguably, the wheel could have been science fiction too uh-huh. when it first came out. Um, but Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein. Um, she, her husband, Lord Byron, and his woman were kind of having a dick showing contest about literature. So I can write a better story than you. I can write a better story than you. So they live like hundreds of miles away on like different oceans in Britain, like other sides of that little isle. Like you know what? Four hour drive. Yeah. So they're like, you know what? We're gonna meet in like three months. We're gonna write. Stories are going to be like, this is mine and it's better than yours. And so, I'm not really sure what the theme was, but I was, everyone wrote similar stories, except for Mary Shelley, who just went way out of the ballpark and came up with this just bizarre story about a stitched together beast man sh- shot down by electricity that had a soft spot for little girls, and then people wanted to tortify him. And man, that's pretty hardcore. I would say that yeah. Mary Shelley. Is more hardcore than Lord Byron. To her candor, I don't know any of the stories written by the other people. Uh huh. Do you know any other stories by Mary Shelley? I almost just want to say Dracula. Young Frankenstein. Bram Stoker. Yeah, Bram Stoker wrote Dracula, but Vlad the Impaler lived Dracula. <laughs> hey, Young Frankenstein. That's the same thing you got. There it. was. I can. I cannot remember who she was, but I'm pretty sure that there's this woman once who would like kill people and then like bathe in their blood because she thought it would keep her young and she was and Coulter yeah <laughs> I think you're actually talking about the uh our neighbors you're talking about oh what is it she's talking she's talking about the urban legend that inspired um Bloody Mary right cause I, what Bloody Mary would do is young beautiful women that she was she was killed Oh, what? How was she killed? It was something to do with her, you know, her her beauty, her looks. Yeah. Or oh, she killed herself because her husband was going after a younger, prettier-looking woman, and she's she's only like twenty-two at the time too. So her <laughs> husband was just a scumbag. Yeah. So she killed herself, and now she was this evil roaming spirit that looked through mirrors because she spent so much time. You know, why am I not pretty in the mirror? You know. So she didn't have that problem before a man walked into her life. But then, uh, so then what happened is now when young girls, you know, do the whole Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary thing, she will come out of the mirror, cut off your face, 
and add it to her beauty. Yeah. They talked about that in Face Off. They talked about that Sorry, in... Cage. They talked about that in Batwoman. Um, also, uh, for those of you that listen to the front bottoms, if you look into a mirror and say uncomfortable three times in a row, <laughs> Ryan Sella will appear and sing to you songs about his ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Or tell you about your boyfriend. Right. Um, also, I was listening to I listened to all the front bottoms of their yeah. entire discography today. She says, and she said, comes up a lot. That starts a lot of different sentences. Mm-hmm. Like, Brian Sell is a very third-person communicator. Mm-hmm. She said this, she says that, I heard from someone that kind of knew her that she was saying something along these lines. Mm-hmm. Brian Sella, I love you. I love your music, and I met you, and you're a great guy. I would love some more first-hand knowledge in your lyrics. I want to mm-hmm. hear you say, and I witnessed with my own eyes, that she's another guy. You gotta listen to Creed. You gotta listen to Creed for that. So, if you loop back to science fiction for a minute, a minute, she, so Mary Shelley, arguably might have invented science fiction. But who, who Oregon trailed science science fiction? Who was the trailblazer? Who was the trailblazer? Who was? Us. But I think that's also an opinion based on mm-hmm. your chronological relevancy. Right. Like, for some reason, my brain jumped to, um, uh, Lovecraft. But I no, know that's That's wrong. just regular fiction. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is more horror fiction. Yeah. You know, as weird as it may sound, my money's on Poe. Example. Yeah. Hit the pendulum. Yeah. Um, well, his things had. I guess it's hard because some of the stuff had supernatural effects, but when he wrote about um, being buried alive, he created a lot of contraptions in that. There was a story he had about a guy that he was like a butcher scientist, and as he was dying, he would kill the people and like stitch their parts into himself. Oh, wait, 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 I guess wait. Poe, yeah, I guess Poe is still more of a horror fiction. Who wrote the story, I can't remember the name of it, The Island of Dr. Something? That, Isle of Dr. Moreau? The, the guy that no, turned people into animals. Yeah, yeah, I love Dr. Moreau. I think that was Poe, too. I, I have no idea. My only my only knowledge of that story at all is The Simpsons. Treehouse of Horrors, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm... Because... Alec, can you fact-check that for me real quick? Who wrote The Isle of Dr. Moreau? H.G. Wells. H.G. Oh, Wells? Oh, H.G. Wells is definitely the first one. Because uh, War of the Worlds yeah. and everything. Um, another... I'm I think back to film... And there's the classic film Metropolis, which was uh, unheard of. Like, well, one, the film barely exists anywhere now. Is in black and white. I think it's silent, and is about like a futuristic society. And this was made in like 1920. Are you, I think. Are you Are you sure it's Metropolis or Utopia? Mm, Utopia Metropolis. is much later. Okay. Utopia is much much later. Also, Utopia brings about that book, I do remember the book Utopia, mm-hmm. which was written during the Renaissance, um, I think. Right. I'm trying to remember, that's where I think it was written, but that's also, that's, that's pretty sci-fi, I mean, right um, about this place that's, that's... That's more philosophical, I would say, there's definitely a concept. Mm-hmm. Sociological. Yeah, for sure, um, it was a, it was more about, like, it, this is what we could be, if it, y'all motherfuckers weren't fucking around. It wasn't about the mechanisms that was put in place for human beings. It was about how human beings uh, treated themselves. Right. It was It was about humanity 
Yeah. Humanitizing. I would, I would definitely say H.G. Wells is probably the guy that got it going. This, is, this... H, is um uh, Mary Shelley was the one that, like, came up with it, but he was the one that really got it moving forward. Who would you say really pushed modern science fiction? Because I have one writer in mind who I definitely think shaped it, pushed it forward, and, like, really created the base of current science fiction. Ray Bradbury. Yeah. Guy knew what was up. He created a lot of really interesting concepts and stories. He used to write for popular science fiction radio shows and stuff, too. Please issue at least one example for listeners if they want to pick up a book. Um, The one that people always talk about, yeah. Something Wicked This Way Comes. Yeah. That, that is the number one. Um, my, my, there's also one about, I think it's, it's something Mars. I don't remember what it is. It's like Attack on Mars. Warlords of Mars? It might have been something like that. It has Mars in it. If you really want to find some good Ray Bradbury stuff, just Wikipedia. Guy made literally just tons, just handfuls of books. What's to be burned? I'm just, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm hype manning this. The Martian Chronicles? Martian Chronicles, my, thank you. My main man, Michael Crichton. <laughs> Whatever higher being rest his soul. T-Rex rest his soul. I mean, not all of it, not everything he wrote was science fiction. He wrote right. law-based thrillers, medical-based thrillers. There were nothing, you know, nothing outlandish happened. He, um, there's one story, literally, that's just about... U.S. Japanese relations in the business world. I did read it. Um, called Rising Sun, but it was also it was a murder mystery as just as much as that. There's one. Oh my! Uh, like in the, the older the older was the killer a raptor? No. Could it have been? No. What um, do you think? Yeah, host uh, 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 of this podcast. Yes. Co-host. I'm just looking. I'm looking at stuff on. Um, I mean, online. I've read every Michael Crichton fiction that was actually written by Michael Crichton. I have not bothered to read the last one that they published. This is the most that our uh, podcast has ever dipped into actual literature. This is this is the um, smartest one you guys have probably had. Uh, no, this isn't ours. This is your new podcast is brilliant. Um, <laughs> so your podcast. I would like Ruth, to Ruth Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> this is Seinfeld. I'm fine here. with that. I'm happy to be Cheers. I'm so no, happy no, to be no. Cheers well, right now. I mean, yeah, we're Cheers. He just said we're Seinfeld, though, and I like Seinfeld better. Can we can we be a crossover episode between Seinfeld and Cheers? Yeah. Or like Jerry and I'm George. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry and George go to the bar and. Just like brought cereal with them. No yeah, one, yeah. Because nobody wants to pay for bar food. No, no. That, that would definitely be something George would do. I'm not paying for bar food. It's overpriced. I don't have a cereal. I bought this. I'm gonna bring it in. And those pretzels are dirty. Those pretzels are dirty. Yeah. Um, where everybody knows you're Seinfeld. <laughs> well, where everyone knows it's a show about nothing. Um, there's. For those of you that really enjoy um, BuzzFeed and Upworthy style websites. The newest one that I think is definitely um, redefining what it means to be a buzzworthy site mm-hmm. is Clickhole. Clickhole. Everything deserves to go viral. Um, yep, it is a... It, I would say that is the pioneer on uh, viral uh, links. and It's incredibly captivating. It's surprising. It is simultaneously heartfelt 
and light. Mm -hmm. um, it, it is. It has given me more genuine feelings than any website has mm -hmm. in recent years. So I would highly suggest go to Clickhole. They have quizzes, they have articles, they have images, they have a lot of meaningful content for you. Um, but I, I'm not your host, obviously. I'm just a guest saying that I've found a lot of pleasure from Clickhole. Mm -hmm. All I have left is Soggy Brand and No Raisins. Um, I finished my cereal a while ago and I'm currently drinking. Um, I've got... I should have I should have shaken that orange juice. Um, oh well, yeah. I'm drinking orange juice, banana, vodka, and peach schnapps. It's a banana fuzzy navel, which we don't have a name for at the moment. Um, banana in your belly button. <laughs> awesome. Banana. I thought you had a thing to say. I kept thought you. Kept she just had. She's been having a face. Yeah, Jordan and Allie have been making goo goo dolls at each other no. across the table. I was making Please a no. face at Clickhole. Oh, share with Did us. Did you see the True. Calvin and Hobbes thing? No. <laughs> they posted a video that was supposed to be honoring the creator of Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. You click on it. Did you see it? No. It is animated porn of Calvin and Hobbes. What? I'm not okay with that. Yeah. It's an, uh, it's an animated child. I rescind my... Uh, getting it on with his stuffed tiger. I rescind my promotional click hole. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? Calvin Hobbes is a beloved treasure to America. I mean, you know the original author of Calvin and Hobbes, cartoonist of Calvin and Hobbes, returned to Calvin and Hobbes secretly. Did not... Nobody knew that, well, you know, besides inside sources, that he had actually returned to the comic. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. He, he had left the comic a long time ago. But he came Cole back... Waterstein? Yeah he, yeah, he went back to it with, um, unbeknownst to the public. I used to listen to a lot of Lemon Demon, which, uh, for our listeners, the guy who made that Potter Puppet Pal stuff that everyone, everyone watched. He was also, uh, unfortunately, the ultimate showdown guy. Yeah, he, well, he, you know, he's become, well, I, I, he made some music under Lemon Demon. His stuff now is much better than his old stuff, everyone, himself included, everyone who listened to it knows that, um... But he had this one song called Bill Waterstein. I had no idea what it was about for a while. And then I was like, oh, that's the Kelvin and Hot. The whole song was about, like, where'd you go? I'm going to find you. I love you. I'm at your house. <laughs> and, like, so I just enjoyed it for that reason. But then I was like, oh, putting it into context it makes it mean so much more. You know? As long as we're promoting comics here, or comic writers, um... Not he's not a cartoonist on it or uh, illustrator. Um, shout out to who's not going to ever watch this. Tim Seeley, writer of Revival. Yep. Um, he and I have gotten really into not necessarily indie comics, but they're not DC, not Marvel. It's Image. Yeah. Which is known for its not. I mean, it does have some superheroes, but it's more known now for it's not superheroes. So, like, it's like... Because, like, Dark Horse for a while was the not... No, not no, 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 even, no. Even Dark Horse Dark, Dark Horse was... Been pretty big, or? Dark Horse Dark, there was always superheroes being... It was more... It was gritty. It was, like, grittier. Yeah, it was, it was gritty superheroes. And then, like, you know what? Star Wars... Yeah, yeah, they they got all of the copyrighted content. Um, Star Wars, Wars, Transformers, Transformers, Buffy. Cobra, Buffy. Buffy. Oh, they didn't have Spawn. Did they have no? They yeah, didn't. They, no, they had Spawn. They had Spawn. So um, any, any anything that was an '80s '90s cartoon. Conan, yeah. Um, DC got 
He-Man. Yeah. But, um, variant... I mean, I'm not really sure, um... It's... Variant is a... Weird one. I really don't know how to place it. It is, like, realistic fiction mm-hmm. at times. Are we talking but about with image? supernatural el- Yeah, image. I'm sorry. Um, uh, image has realistic fiction with, like, supernatural elements, but everything besides that supernatural... Tint Look, is very uh, relatable, approachable. They would be indie if, if they, they were not popular. the biggest. Yeah, like uh, I, I would say that what they're doing, they do better than any other um, industry than any other company. Right they now. are the contender for the big three. Yeah, um, like it is. There is. There is the. There is right now only the big two. But if anyone was ever going to become the third in this, mm-hmm. become the trifecta of this. Image is the one to take that crown. Dark it, Horse is not going to take that crown. So let's see if their Sega or if they are Microsoft. They're Microsoft for sure. Boom like Comics is the Sega. No, no, no. Boom Comics is ColecoVision. Uh, uh, if you read comics, don't read Boom Comics. Hey, hey, wait. They they did have the Adventure Time. Actually, I, I rescind the thing I just said. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I was still confused with what you are going, but I was just... Like, I undermine you a lot. Um, hosts. Um, I'm not sure about you, but I'm ready to leave. We're going to go for a midnight swim. Uh, 10.30 swim. 10.30 swim. Um, midnight oh, swim I'm sorry. Night swim. That's, we, that's, uh, what, night is, swim. that's what I was uh, called. Night swim. Do you, have, do you have any... You've been, you've been pretty quiet, host... She's our fact checker as well as host. I've just been looking up the things we've been talking about. So, did we dis did we disclude you from this? Uh, I'm really sorry for booting you out of your own podcast. That was super rude of me. She's the teller to my pen. I did notice that you aggressively thrust me in a co-host position, and then immediately the two of you took over the conversation 100%. I I tried to contend. He was he was Keaton was a solid twenty. He was a solid twenty. Twenty percent or out of ten. Out of ten, buddy. Uh, well, okay. Actually, um, one last thing before we before these guests hand it back over to your co-host, Jordan, Allison, and I were out to dinner today. Allison brought up that she has a lot of good points to make. She has important things to say, <laughs> but Jordan and I steamroll over every conversation. She can't find a good place to get in edgewise. So then we try to create an example for her to get in edgewise. And it didn't work, and we ended up just talking Steam about rolling. it. We tried to Chinese practice, trip. and then we came here, and I apparently forgot everything I learned. Right. Yeah. So, in the future, uh, if you feel like Allie is being forced out of the conversation, she apparently is. We're terrible friends and boyfriend. And boyfriend. And uh, we are scum of earth. <laughs> I never said that. Uh, She's finally are. getting an edgewise. <laughs> Yay! I knew if we just deprecated ourselves, she would come to our defense because she loves us. Mm-hmm. I think we're You gonna- only want me to talk when I'm saying your egos? Listen, I'm not saying you have to do that, but feel free to. I think oh this is God. the time when we should probably wrap it up since we're running at about 25 minutes now. So join us next week when we discuss the physiology of pterodactyls <laughs> at a, around a campfire. Well, normally I would say it looks like we're going to need a bigger bowl, but it seems to me like it needs to be smaller because there's no more room for Colin and Jordan. <laughs> Amen.